Let's try this again, shall we? Remember that time an Elvis impersonator tried to poison the President of the United States via a letter mailed to the White House? No? Really? That was literally yesterday. You know what? Don't worry about it. It's been a long week. Sure, there have been other shitty weeks, but it's usually one big event that really brings down the nation's spirits. This week it was just one thing after another, though. It started out fine. On Sunday there was a new episode of Mad Men, and, spoilers, Don Draper cheated on slash was loyal to his wife, and he was good slash bad at his job. Unprecedented slash precedented. Things went south on Monday, though. Monday morning was the Boston Marathon, and at the finish line a pair of explosives detonated, which killed three people and injured a ton more. Not a great way to start the week. Then, on Tuesday, the FBI found the poisonous substance ricin in letters addressed to a Mississippi senator, a Mississippi judge, and President Obama. The letters were all mailed from Memphis, Tennessee, which seemed strange at the time. I would have assumed it was an upset Mississippian living in the 1800s rather than a Tennessean from 2013, but made far more sense by Thursday. Wednesday is when things got really bad. Don't get me wrong, the Boston Marathon bombing was definitely awful, but it was an isolated incident. Not to ruin Friday's surprise twist, but the perpetrators turned out to just be a couple kids with a pressure cooker and a disappointed father. It wasn't part of a larger scheme. There was no man on a grassy knoll behind the curtain. Likewise, the whole trying to poison the president via a mailed letter thing on Tuesday was more quaint than deadly. What happened in Washington on Wednesday was far more nefarious. On Wednesday, the Senate voted on a gun control law. Actually, no, scratch that. That makes the Senate sound like it was vaguely close to actually accomplishing something. On Wednesday, the Senate voted on some proposed amendments to a proposed gun control law. Naturally, no consensus was reached, and the bill died on the floor. Awesome. On Thursday, a fertilizer storage facility outside of Waco, Texas, exploded, killing 14 and injuring dozens more. Because, you know, why not pile on some more awfulness? Additionally, our old friend the Rison Mailer was brought into custody and revealed not only to be from Memphis, Tennessee, but also to be an Elvis impersonator. Unbelievable. Way to really live up to the stereotype, guy. Finally, late last night slash all day today, Boston was on lockdown while authorities engaged in an all-out manhunt for the two guys responsible for the Boston Marathon bombing. One was killed and the other was taken into custody. Ugh. We'll see what happens tomorrow, but hopefully if any tragedies transpire, there'll be low stakes, like a celebrity couple breakup. Maybe Scarlett Johansson? That'd be solid. Hell, I'd even settle for Mila Kunis. While everything that happened this week was pretty upsetting, I think you can probably guess what bothered me the most. Sorry, this is about to get political. Someone much smarter than me once said, You shouldn't worry about the news. News, by definition, is abnormal. It's normal that you need to worry about. An Elvis impersonator trying to poison the president? That's news. Sure, it's probably of the weekly world variety, but it's news. A pair of douchebags in Boston set off a couple bombs and ruin everyone's Friday? Okay, yeah, that's news too, but it's not a weekly occurrence. The U.S. government representing the interests of someone other than its constituents? That's not news. That's a daily occurrence. The amendments to the gun control bill were not unreasonable. In short, it would have extended the same background checks that already apply to guns purchased from a dealer to guns purchased from gun shows or over the internet. 
As the president pointed out, most of us already think that's the law. I thought that was the law. It's kind of ridiculous that it isn't. The amended bill had a tremendous amount of public support, and yet it did not pass. The vote was close. It even had a majority vote, and yet still somehow failed. That's a whole separate issue, though. But that doesn't matter. The vote shouldn't have been close. The other side should not have won. There is no other side. I'd like to say that this is a complex issue with many subtleties, but it really isn't. It's simple. A good chunk of the Senate does not represent their constituents. They represent the NRA. This is not the first time I've pointed out that our representatives don't represent us. This is just the latest instance, but it's the most egregious that I believe I have ever seen. The last time we were so misrepresented by our representatives, we went to war in Iraq. But even Iraq had some public support. Granted, that support was mostly gained under false pretenses, but that was a failing of the media rather than the government. Well played, government. There was virtually no one rallying against the gun bill, and yet it failed. I put my faith in the system. Which is different than having faith in the system. I don't have faith in the system. I also don't really have faith, so the fact that I'm putting mine in it doesn't amount to much. Point is, I don't know what the point is, man. We need to stop being distracted by the news and start paying attention to what happens every day. It's been a long week. But hey, on the plus side, there's one less Elvis impersonator out there trying to poison the President of the United States. So at least there's that.